really I really got into it. So I've been watching like James Flint and John Silver YouTube video edits <laughs> to like see what other people like pick out and use as their like school. oh this is my shit. Yeah, I know proper old school. Like some of them are a good, you know, seven years old. <laughs> Welcome to Something Queer is Happening Here, where we discuss queer subtext in literature and media. Because why bury your gaze when you can dig them up? Yeah! Okay, it is, today is the second episode of uh, the Black Sails saga, um, and we're actually talking about a queer queer ship today, so queer ship. <laughs> that wasn't intentional. Um, are, you exci- <laughs> are you excited for, for this? I'm excited. I'm very excited. I mean, I'm, oh my god, I'm so hyped. Okay, so um, let's just dive right into it, and then you can you can pull apart my terrible essay skills, um, <laughs> as I would like you to pull it apart because you are professional, and I am a mere student in in <laughs> learning what I can. So yeah, I've chewed good in essay writing, so I'm ready. Do it how you would like. You would teach a three-year-old to write essays because I did a STEM degree so <laughs> I haven't had no, to write I'll any mark like, your essay things. like I would mark a first-year essay okay okay because I can tell you the first years I taught it's just a lot of them do I get points for, <laughs> do I get points for being such a cool kid uh maybe maybe we'll see okay okay right so let's just start off with the introduction of black sales so Black Sails takes place during the golden age of piracy. Uh, it follows uh, James Flint and John Silver when John Silver becomes the cook for the pirate captain, James Flint. Silver is a fast-talking man and quickly wrangles his way up to quartermaster, which in pirate terms is the captain's second-in-command. While the start of their relationship between Flint and Silver is very tumultuous, they soon gain a very codependent, unhealthy friendship and possibly something more than a friendship. so i do have proof but before we get into proof i have a bit of a bit of an essay as we have said that i would like to get through it's not very long it's just a couple paragraphs so please just bear with me i just have a lot of thoughts about this relationship i have discovered this about myself today um (laughs) it's i'm we're, we're learning here together so um i want to talk about the relationship as a whole and what I think, personally think, the writers were trying to accomplish. So Black Sails is a prequel to the story of Treasure Island, which follows in far older John Silver in search for Flint's buried treasure. Treasure Island does hint at the intricacies of their previous relationship, but Black Sails fully delves into it as they have you know, both the characters there. Um, in my humble opinion, the writing tried very hard to show how two very toxic, smart and codependent men, whether they are in love or not, and I strongly believe that they do actually love each other, whether it's relationship, romantic love or whether it's platonic friendship love, I very strongly believe that they do have some like deep love for each other and how they kind of merge into each other and become this sort of tangled, complicated mess of two men. So... Flint is a very bad man and there's no denying that and he even hates himself for it and Silver 
comments on it throughout the first few episodes of Black Sails season one. And it's a constant point of contention between the two of them. Silver is so horribly aware of just how bad of a man Flint is, but he gets this really unique insight into him because he's the only person who sees beyond that facade. And because of that, he kind of pities Flint and they gain this sort of really weird friendship. So later when Silver gains an almost religious following of his men and he learns what it truly means to become responsible for so many different lives, the man he turns to is Flint because it's always been Flint and Flint is the model he has for like, being responsible for men's deaths and men's lives and men's livelihood. Um, he does turn to his wife, who is in her own right a leader, Maddie, but unlike Flint, she represents the good in life, sort of the kind leader. Um, Flint does not and Silver gets so fully entwined with both of them that it's difficult to remove what was originally Silver from the influence of both Maddie and Flint and in the end I really think the ending was Silver trying to decide what kind of leader he wanted to be he could follow the kindness of Maddie or the brutality of Flint so regardless of it Silver and Flint are a couple in the same way that Silver and Maddie are a couple. Flint is positioned as a narrative foil to Maddie, um, and his relationship with Silver is just as intimate as Maddie's is. Secondly, Black Sails just really likes parallels, and I think it easily could tie back into the relationship that Flint that got Flint into piracy. So Flint fell in love with his lover's husband, and when that man was punished by the British Empire for being gay, Flint declared war on the British Empire and became a pirate. So to have Flint's story end with him loving a man with a wife just as he started, and have that love be his downfall, it's just really kind of poetic. Um, honestly, if you haven't watched Black Sails, please do. Uh, the way that these two characters like merge and change and become part of each other is just so horrible, yet beautiful to watch. <laughs> they like they know they are terrible and they know they are bad and they know that it would be so much easier if the other person was dead, but they just make each other's lives so much more interesting and they're so like, like entwined with each other that by the end of it, it is like physically painful to watch them tear each other apart so please please watch black sales that is my mini essay and we will get into the proof now <laughs> um, that's so, good. That was good yeah I, I, yeah. I, I, I thank you if it's better than a first year's essay then i'll take oh, it yeah for sure yeah i'd give you like an a minus really oh my yeah. god that's so cool thank you Okay, right, so we'll get into the actual proof now. It's mostly Silver set talking about Flint because Flint, um, his character's very internal, which is, I would love for a book to be written from Flint's point of view by mm. the writers because he's just such a, like, he doesn't say much and he doesn't talk much, whereas Silver is, like, his whole point is, like, he's a chatty man and he could talk a man into believing the sky was red. But Flint doesn't, and who's the actor? He's like Maggie Smith's son. He's yeah, an amazing yeah. actor. Um, God, I know. He's in um, Lost in Space. Yeah. Which is a great show. Toby Stevens. Toby Stevens, yes. Yes, yeah. and he also played... I, I have a confession to make. Okay. I still have not seen the 1996 Jane Eyre miniseries. <laughs> With Toby Stevens as Rochester. What is in that? Oh my god. Okay. And like he's probably like what, I, 20 I've at that point. So many memes about it and so many gifts and stuff. And Oh no. We'll have to watch it. Toby Stevens, who is an incredible actor, I feel like he's really underappreciated. Like he's been in a lot of like sort of medium sized things like Black Sails and Lost in Space. Um yeah. but I think 
I don't think he wants to be a Hollywood actor, but if he wanted to, he could be a real big Hollywood actor. Um, but he's more like one of those like intellectual, probably does plays more often. Um, so most of these quotes are from Silver. Uh, there are a couple from Flint, especially towards his later sort of season quotes. Um, and then, then there's a few from other characters talking about their relationship. So firstly um flint often talks about you told me once that the people you hold closest to you will be consumed by you um and he also says to silver when you and i are of the same mind there is nothing we have not been able to do um so this is like a common thread people are like when flint and silver are together they can achieve impossible things they're amazing they're a power couple some might say a battle couple flint teaches um silver how to fight and like so my t- my t- my bio on Instagram used to be I used to write homoerotic sword fights between two pirates. Like this is the or- this is the this is the OG homoerotic sword fight between two pirates. And Silver comments like you'll be teaching me how to fight you when uh, how to fight when really you'll just be teaching me how to defeat you. Um there's a lot of flirting in this fight scene. Oh, it's yeah, very intense and like the whole training montage. Yeah, there's a huge oh. training montage. And also Flint never smiles apart from like his flashbacks and when he's doing that that creepy I'm gonna murder you smile. <laughs> he only gets genuine smiles when John's around, which is really sad. Um, he Silver also comments, "There's there may be no one else close to you in this world as close to you as I am right now." Um, he also says, "When there's like a big fight, I do not expect your understanding, but I demand your support as my partner and as my friend." Um, Billy Bones, who like towards the later end of the season, who's played by, he's in Merlin. Uh, what's his name? No, we talked about him last episode. No, he's also in Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a lesser lad. Um, he says, in reference to James and Silver, separate the two of them, turn against each other, and their whole worlds collapse. Um, Silver also comments, the number of times I've followed you blindly, back to you with men blindly, put men in the fucking ground. I may not have understood it. I may not have supported it, but I did it for you. Um, Silver also says, I have earned his trust. I have his true friendship. As long as that is true, I cannot imagine what is possible. And the final quote I would like to bring is Flint saying, I told you I'll see you through this. Put things back together so that we can move forward together. So intense. The writing I of this. <laughs> like each of these quotes is like I a have pull. my issues with the pacing sometimes, yeah. but the writing is so good. Honestly, it's just... I don't know who wrote the dialogue, but they are like, it's banger after banger. Like each line is just chef's kiss. So good. Yeah. And like And it's it's one of those shows that got a really masterful ending as well. Mm-hmm. I love the ending. And it's like they knew when to end it, so it got to season four and they were like, This is it, this is the closing point. And they could have carried yeah. it on. They could have, but they didn't. And I'm both chuffed and annoyed at that. <laughs> Although I feel like I have to caveat that um, my opinion on endings, if shows might not be the opinion of everybody else, because I will defend the ending of Lost till the end. <laughs> okay, so we'll have that little caveat there, Lost lost Apologist. Yes, Lost Apologist. We need to have a Lost episode. Those are, those are my main points. I'm sure there's like hundreds of other lines where they're talking about each other, because the the main, like... 
in my opinion, one of the main storylines is like their relationship with each other, whether it is romantic or platonic or whatever else it is. Um, please, please just fucking watch Black Sails. It's so good. And like all of the characters, like even how small they are, have these amazing character arcs and they're just so complicated and they're all terrible people <laughs> and it's wonderful. Um, yeah. Please, please watch Black Sails. It's it's really good. Me at the beginning of <laughs> Black Sails when someone someone mentioned that people didn't like Eleanor going, I don't understand, she's so cool. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, Eleanor's so great in season one. I love her, by the way. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, some people ship Eleanor and Flint and I'm like, mm, no. But yeah, please, please just fucking watch Black Sails. It's so good. Um, do you have any questions or comments or points to make after the essay and the proof has been presented to you um i just i just agree with everything <laughs> i mean we we had this this joke while watching it with my friends where we would say that um flint and, and silver are the dads of the crew yeah because <laughs> they do kind of get this i don't know this dynamic with the crew where you know, people will come to Silver because they're too afraid of, like, yeah. actually telling things to Flint. It's like, oh, yeah, d- please ask your dad. And it's like, no, go ask Silver instead. It's just, yeah. Yeah. No, they are. And, yeah, it's they are quite a power couple, especially because it's even mentioned quite a few times in the show that, like, if John and Flint are like working together I want to say John and James but like it sounds so wrong to say John and James but if uh, if John and Flint like work together they they can pretty much achieve anything because like Silver has the gift of the gab and Flint is just like an amazing tactical genius an amazing tactical genius I'm not an amazing conversational genius but Flint is yeah, amazingly tactical, tactical yeah. yeah and so like working together they they just achieve so much and I don't think you can like fully I'm sorry I keep talking I'm just like talking that's the whole point it's a fucking podcast Joe. Yeah, why else would you do this <laughs> um, I don't think you can like fully like merge into another person because they start off as two completely different people and by the end they're very difficult to pull apart from each other and I think the only difference between Flint and Silver at the end is that Silver has Maddie and Maddie is like that good guiding force for Silver. Whether Silver did actually like let Flint live is up in the air because it's a bit of a an odd one because it could be that Silver's lying to Maddie and telling telling them. But spoilers, by the way, lying to Maddie and telling uh, her that uh, Flint is alive and with his uh, his long dead gay lover, um, or if he's just like. Oh, I just killed him. Yeah, I'm not sure if I agree with like them kind of being hard to pull apart. Um, I think I think Silver is very much guided by doing what he thinks is right, mm. rather than which is not what he is in the beginning for sure. No, he definitely has no sort <laughs> of moral code that. in the beginning. Um, but Flint, kind of the whole way through, is all about what he wants because mm-hmm. i was about just to like, argue with you that like i don't think flint uh, Flint, silver really did what he thinks is right but 
you are right in that later on he does what he thinks is right for his men as opposed to what he thinks yeah. is right in a whole moral code because yeah at the beginning it's not even a moral code i would say for flint it, it's revenge it's oh purely yeah revenge i mean we're here for it but yeah like so silver at the beginning he mentions because flint is like talking about all the shit that he has to do as a leader and silver's like you must really fucking hate yourself like i can see it i can see how much you hate yourself and he's just like not bothered by like all the shit that like flint has to do because to silver it's just another thing silver was a bit of a like a huge dick at the start he didn't care who lived or died no you're right you've changed my mind yeah so like (laughs) sorry so yeah so towards the end like that defining difference is he has maddie but he also has the men who he like he cares Mm. for and respects and like flint would have never put his men's like he he obviously was very plagued by the horror that he had to do what well, i had to do he went on a revenge spree no one forced him to do on that revenge spree. yeah exactly it's very much like he decided that any means would be justified mm-hmm. by the ends <sighs> this is what i love about black sails like even now i've watched it so many times and even now we're still like uh, let's have a proper discussion and there's like mine just, oh I love it it's so good it's so good <laughs> and Maddie oh she's so sweet Maddie's she's like so great she's like kind but she's not nice which is what I love she's just it's like she does what's best but she's not like a like like nice about it if that makes sense god imagine Maddie and Max together oh power couple run the world. power couple that show is so good please just mm. fucking watch black sales <laughs> i'm like especially because i keep i mentioned this last time and i think i've mentioned this like three times as well with like tiktok's obsession with queer pirates why on earth is black sales still not that popular like right like it is it's got gender fuckery it's got queerness it's got anti-colonialism like it's everything you could want from a pirate show (laughs) it is great and i will say like i was guilty of watching the first couple episodes and not continuing because i was bored yeah (laughs) and yeah um stick with it it's it's worth sticking with it please stick with it it does get a little bit more action filled Mm -hmm. and i think my problem with it as well is that i have issues with um unlikable (laughs) characters yeah and it's very much one of those shows like i say about the hundred but i'm 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 not i'm no longer defending the hundred okay um but characters will start at rock bottom because they need room for um character development Mm -hmm. so you kind of hate everybody at the beginning um and afterwards you're well you still hate everybody a little bit but you're more conflicted about it yeah like every single character you're like i don't think i could hate them fully like they are terrible i'm like but there's like some some small part of you that like thinks you are doing some good thing it's so good but yeah stick with it also it is you know it's a pirate show so it's kind of graphic um i do appreciate that they did uh sort of explore sexual assault but they never like showed it like game of thrones Mm. sexual assault it was never like explicit and it was you didn't see it you it was implied very heavily and you could hear it but like Mm. i do appreciate that but obviously huge trigger warning don't watch it if if that's like a 
a really trouble point for you. Um, it was difficult to watch. So, yeah, yeah. it's Black Sails. It's about pirates. It's it's a tricky one. Um, oh, it's such a good show, though. Like, all of the characters are so good. Oh, now I want to rewatch it, but I can't. <laughs> I've got I've got shit to do. Um, okay, so Canon Corner is just fucking watch Black Sails. It is queer. It's it's amazingly written. Um, also, read my book <laughs> when it's out. Yeah, same same as last episode, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't come up with anything new since last episode. I think. No, I mean. Same one. Yeah, queer queer pirates like Black Sails has got you covered. Um. I'm trying to think if there's like any oh there's one book i can't remember what it's called it's like gear breakers or something i've i've yet to find like a story that like has that sapphic or like uh queer or just like those two characters like fully like being terrible people and like mm. mixing together um so if you have any stories like that where it's between two women or two canon uh like in love people Please let me know. Oh, uh, yeah, Killing Eve. Oh, Killing Eve, yes. <laughs> yeah, Killing Eve has that same sort of dynamic where it's like two terrible, pretty terrible people, um, like in a very messy, very toxic relationship. Yeah, very codependent, but you just can't not watch. And like, even though it's like horrible and they're doing horrible things and they're murdering people, you're like, they're kind of hot though. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Villanelle's kind of cool, though. <laughs> also, um, if you didn't need any more hints for Black Sails after Villanelle, you know how, like, everybody loves Villanelle because she's got, like, that, like, competence? Like, she's great at killing mm. people. She's just competent at it. If you want some, like, competence- competency stuff, James Flint and John Silver, great at killing people towards the end. Like, their whole thing. They are amazing at killing people. There's a scene where John Silver, like, um, like uh, enters a, r- a room and um, people are being ableist to him and he just like fucking beats the shit out of somebody and it's terrible and fucking brilliant and I love it like, punch those ableist dicks in the face please so well step on their face <laughs> like the situation. it's a show about terrible people doing terrible things um, but it's great so please watch it <laughs> It is <laughs> so good and so bad, um, but yeah. Please watch Black Sales, and that is it. That is my closing remark. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> uh, stay queer, everybody. Stay queer. Stay queer. This podcast is a no storytelling production. It is produced and edited by Me Too Dick and hosted by Drew Frankie Victory and Me Too Dick. If you want to support us, please recommend us to your friends, follow notes on social media, and consider subscribing to our Patreon. All the links will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening!